Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to the Super Experience Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and we are in Nepal, Kathmandu, right now with a very special guest. I have Indira from Nepal. We're going to do a, a little conversation, and she's going to uh, talk about uh, quite a few things, especially important topics uh, r- relating to gender, uh, women's rights specifically, and a little bit about Nepal. Uh, good morning, Indira. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I'm good. It's nice to see you. I've uh, Last time I've seen you was, I don't know, 12 years ago or something, and I was really shy back then, so I, I wish I would have talked to you more. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for uh, meeting me this morning. I really appreciate you being here and, and talking about some very important issues. So let's get right into it. You're, uh, you're uh, involved with gender, uh, specifically women's rights issues, because women's rights, there's a big problem right now in Nepal with women's rights. Uh, what specifically uh, are the issues that you're involved with? And uh, Thank you, Mark, for giving me this opportunity and meeting me after 12 years. You know, it's <laughs> almost like you know, sometimes it's al- almost forgotten story, but you revive it again meeting me in Kathmandu, so, <coughs> and welcome to Nepal, oh, beautiful country with many, lots of Himalayas, temples, um, <coughs> huge amount of cultures and natural beauties. Yeah, tons. What did you say? There was 133 languages spoken yeah. here. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Main religion is Hinduism, yeah. right? Yeah, like, <coughs> Nepal is a very diverse country. And we have um, many tribes and tribals are living here. We have 133 mother languages spoken in this country and 127 castes exist in this country. That means we have lots of culture, uh, many, uh, like, uh, even the religion is very divided, like, you know, not only Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, but we have uh, religion according to the caste, like the tribal caste, have their one uh, one culture, you know, and they have their one religion. So it's a very diverse country, which is full of you know joy and happiness and like social harmony as well. If anyone doesn't know, Nepal is north of India, south of China. No. All right. Are we? Are, yeah, is China yeah. north, yeah, yeah. And, and then the east is Bangladesh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then west is yeah, Tibet. Tibet. I don't know. Bangladesh. 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 India. India. And Bangladesh. East. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really cool place. Just check out. Uh, <laughs> that's in Indira's phone. Yeah. Thank coffee. you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, coffee right there. Just ordered uh, coffee and tea, so we're getting that right now. And tea right here. Thank you, sir. Okay. And we were talking about Nepal. The location of Nepal is pretty interesting. So it's uh, north of India and south of China and a little west of Bangladesh. It, it also has the Himalaya Mountains. Yeah. I think I said that right. I used to say Himalaya. Now I'm going to say Himalayas. <laughs> the Himalayas. Highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest, is here. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And like, you know, Nepal is like a very small country. And it's a sandwich in between India and China, which is big country, very de- developed country, and it's underdeveloped developed country as well, very small. And we have Mount Everest, you know, which is the highest 
mountain in the world and we have uh, uh, like uh, Nepali is also a place of born place of Gautam Buddha, who is known as... The birth of Gautama Buddha. Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> so That's cool. Yeah. And Gautam Buddha is also known as the light of Asia. He is very peace, peaceful man, you know, non-violence, uh, non-violence uh, man, and so... Oh yeah, that's uh, very cool about Nepal. It's uh, quite a fascinating country, and I've heard great things. All my friends love it, and yeah. So, uh, what are the the women's rights? Uh, so, have women's uh, issues have they always been an issue for many years? I mean, like they don't have equality as the same as men. I mean, it, unfortunately, it happens in a lot of countries. I, I still can't believe it. You know, it's it's weird. I don't. I never understood why. It's a uh, very unfortunate and you know so this, even today the, the equality isn't there between men and women yeah uh, <coughs> Nepal is uh, like we are based on this mainly like Nepal is a Hindu country you know so it's very male dominated society and based on patriarchal society as well from the like you know from the last two decades uh, from the long time. It like, stems from Hinduism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't we know. We believe because, yeah. like, you know, even there is some kind of, you know, mis uh, there is some kind of indication of uh, domination of the women through yeah. the, like, religious factor. So uh, we all activists believe that because, because of the patriarchal society and religion, you know, women are not equally treated. treated within Nepali society as well, because like <coughs> women are, uh, nowadays the trend has slowly changing and the attitude of the people have slowly changing, but to change the whole thing, we need education, you know, we need awareness and we need uh, lots of advocacy with the government as well, because we yeah. need the law, you know, which can show or which can treat women as an equal citizen of this country. Are women allowed to vote? Yeah, well, women are allowed to vote and yeah. we are lucky somehow, you know, there is 33% uh, of women participation in a political party and also in the government level, but <coughs> but they don't have enough, uh, enough uh, opportunity to make a decision by themselves, you know, so. Uh, they always have to follow what their male colleagues have to uh, have asked them. To so do they're there show. for show, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are like kind of showpiece. Maybe that's the first step, and then eventually they could, you know, just not be there for show, and they could actually start. Uh, but uh, sometimes we we think as a as a women human rights uh, activist, you yeah. know, we feel we are little bit. Uh, fortunate uh, among the South Asian country because the government, like at least we have voting right, we have 33 percentage, but we are demanding 50 50 percentage because women yeah. population is bigger than the men population in oh, this country. It's over 50 yeah, percent yeah, 50, women. Yeah, 51.73 or 51.47 percentage of women and 49 percentage. So we are demanding with the government we need 50 50 percentage. 
participation. Yeah, that's only yeah. fair and, and right. Uh, you know, real quick, what got you interested in in these in these uh, important issues? I, I always wonder, like, what started your feeling your fire to go after and and make a positive change. What actually, you know, like I'm not from Kathmandu. You know, I'm from the village. You know, so uh, if you look at the situation of women in the village level, level you can't imagine because the women start uh, used to work, like work 24 almost 24 hours you know? they wake up four four o'clock and work work until uh, 10 p.m you know and they have no right to they, they, they don't have right to say no I don't want you know? they have to because their family members it's a society Uh, rules, you know, they, she have to do, you know. So and they, she don't like, you know. Especially the daughter have no right to choose the school or college, you know. Like and she have no right to say no. I don't want to get married, you know. And she have no right to say like, no, I don't want any kids, you know. And she have no. Uh, even she don't have. She doesn't uh, have a choice. Uh, huh? She have no never. Most of the like, you know, it's only the scenario example. But most of the uh, women or the daughter in Nepal have no cho choice. Who know. makes the choices? The, the parents, choice, especially the parents, and even within the parents, the father the makes father. the choice. You know, so I feel like you know, long time ago when <coughs> uh, my mother, you know, she got married uh, in age of fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen, uh, wow. and she gave birth. Her first child was fifteen years. She have a um, first child when she was she is fifteen years. No? So, and what happened within my family member family is like you know she have to give birth many kids because my father always wants to have a son. <coughs> In Nepal, you know, like yeah. son is the choice, you know, best choice, and. Uh, Daughter is secondary choice, you know. So she always have to like you know she have given many uh, child and her health went uh, worse, you know. So she died when she was wow. only forty two years. Sorry. You know. Yeah. So that was one of the incident for in my life, you know, unforgettable yeah. incident, you know, because when my mother died, I was only fifteen years, you know. Yeah, so mother is one of the like best teacher, you know. Yeah. So that is one of the incident that that hurt, and that also encouraged me to go against this kind of system, you know. So yeah. that is one of the story, and that is also one of the like one of the uh, fact that you know. I don't want to see other mothers face like my mother, you know, and I don't want to see other daughter who face like me, you know. So it has to be it's inhuman, inhuman act, you know, and that is created by the society, you know, and that is also encouraged by our law. So we want to like you know, change the change. laws. I want to break through, you know. I want to be the like you know voice. You know, I want to like you know, it's it's not a big change, but I believe small thing can make a big difference. Yeah, the small so, things are really yeah. really what matter. So that's how like you know, I started doing my uh, wow, activism, and still I'm doing that. 
had yeah that's an amazing like story and like i could see how that would propel you to want to to make a change is seeing seeing your mom pass at 15 is is really intense uh i'm, I'm lucky my mom's still alive yeah. she's 77 wow. and i'm yeah. yeah i'm cherishing every day yeah, i yeah. can with her uh so have you ever thought about going into like government position uh, actually, before I haven't thought that because yeah. I was thinking I, I will I will be happy with the activism. But yeah. these days I'm thinking like yeah, I need a government post. I think or it'd be I good. Need, like you know, so if I uh, if I like elected in some 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 department of the government, I can make a change because my here my boss can be strong, you know, yeah. rather than like, you know, being an activism, activist. It might be worth a try, yeah. yeah I think yeah. you'd be really great yeah. for it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you started an organization. Uh, what's the name of the organization you started? Uh, the organization itself is Change Action Nepal. Change Action Nepal. Nepal. Yeah. And we work for freedom, equality and dignity of the people very great issues and is that for women or just everyone in uh, general especially we, for, we, we give priority to the women uh, like we work like 80 20 like in 80 yeah. percent we work together with the uh, with the women and the young girls but that doesn't mean you know we don't want to separate you know we need men you know we yeah. need a supportive hand we need a very good man yes, we, we all need each other, each other so. yeah uh, without supporting each other, they, the uh, change is not possible. No? So we work together as men and the young boys. Yes, I guess part of it would be uh, helping to change the men's ideas of what a mm -hmm. society should be, and that would help with the yeah. women's rights. Mm -hmm. That's part of it too. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And so, yeah, I love that freedom, equality, dignity. That's when did you start that? Three, four, almost four years. Four back. years ago. Yeah. So also too, you were saying there's a big issue with human trafficking and sexual sexual exploitation. So that's a big issue in Nepal. I've, yeah. I've heard about that in other yeah. countries as well. And uh, what? So what happens? Uh, guys take people. Guys take young girls and send them to other countries. Is that? I don't. Like, unfortunately, this country is high reach of natural resources. High in natural resources? resources. Like, like which uh, like, ones? Like, uh, trekking, mountaineering. Oh, okay. Like, uh, water resources, so yeah. that you can produce the hydro... hydro uh, you can establish the hydropower, just produce the electricity, and we have very natural resources, horrible, you know, very... Uh, powerful herbals <coughs> are in Nepal, but that is not used in proper way, you know, proper way. That's why, you know, Nepal is still poor in economic condition. So that means, you know, and <coughs> people have not, so, um, many people have no job, you know, jo there is very less opportunity for the job, finding the job. So, <coughs> so, young girls uh, not only the young girls these days you know men are also victim of trafficking child are also victim of trafficking in a different way before like you know the trafficking only happened to india you know like yeah. uh, young girls are, <coughs> are are taken to india for like you know brothel 
but now they because of the <coughs> uh, finding the job abroad you know uh, young girls are taken to middle east like saudi arabia kin uh, dubai qatar you know and like uh, bahrain so <coughs> these girls are taken by the teams uh, to this country as a housemaid housemate house like a house, house servant yeah, also house with servant. sexual services yeah, yeah, as well yeah, obviously yeah, but yeah yeah so uh, like you know the unicef report in nepal is uh, 15 12 to 15000 young girls are sold to india every year wow is that legal are they allowed uh, to do illegally illegal and how But young are they are they they are from like 13 14 to 30 35 years so you know that is unicef report it's not yeah. ngo report and that's also the national commission national human right commission report of nepal <coughs> but nowadays because of the abroad job you know we don't have actual data because they go there illegally the women are not allowed to go work but they use the way of india and uh, to get into india they don't need visa because we have open border and these days you know like <coughs> even the young girls are uh, like you know selling to china as well and also the african country like iraq afghanistan uh, kenya libya you know so that's how the trafficking is happening and the boys what are they sold for like workers uh, to work or something uh, or? sometimes workers and most of the time for the amusement of the like muslim people huh. and yeah. <coughs> and sometimes like orphan trafficking yeah so they are bringing so it's it's becoming more very huge problem you know and the main <coughs> issue of uh, main uh, difficulties for trafficking is like you know once they traffic or once they became victim of sexual exploitation they have no life because the whole society they reject them like a slave reject because reject them oh, they don't in, accept in the poor yeah yeah they rejected yeah. once that happened yeah, yeah. wow yeah. so they get The, a bad deal going and then yeah. when they they come back yeah, society rejects them rejects they should help yeah. them yeah, yeah. and the, there is no kind of you know the attitude uh, attitude of other uh, the society mandate like you know yeah. once something happened to the young girls or the women they don't accept them that's why we have lots of uh, social injustice happen within the society yeah. it based on sometimes you know like is it based on what happened to you is based on which like you know sometimes intercaste victim you know so that's why uh, that's why we are working um, to give a life for the young girls who are victim of human trafficking and sexual exploitation we provide the education and our main focus is to provide the education for the young girls you know education for the young girls uh, 
education for the young girls and like you know give them the vocational training, provide the job opportunity, and rehabilitate within their society. Because we believe once something happened to the young girls is not end of life. That is starting. You know they can change their pain into power. That's brilliant. Change pain into power. Yeah. Turn adversity into advantage. That's mm -hmm. one of the the things. I like to do the concept I like in my that I always think about is turn adversity into advantage, turn pain into power. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So that's that's really fantastic, mm -hmm. Indira, that that you're doing. This. Do they they probably need a lot of counseling too and emotional support? Does, yeah. is that <coughs> like you know once we have a safe house? Uh, we oh, wow, a safe yes, house. Yeah, huh? we have safe house where we can provide them like food, accommodation, and. A safe house that, that provides food and accommodation mm. and basically a safe place for them. Yeah, safe place, education yeah. and emotional support and healing. We do healing process as well. Art therapy, music therapy and meditation, you know. And lots of like, you know, lots of activities, you know, and counseling as well. So yeah. that they feel like, you know, hey, and so that they can forget, you know, and heal themselves and start the new life with big hope and dream. That's that's awesome what you're doing, Indira. It's a really good. Uh, I wanted to change a little bit and oh, real quick. Uh, uh, do you see a difference from when you were younger to now? Uh, is there a difference in what's going on with? with uh, the gender issue and the trafficking issue? Do you see like any change, uh, positive, negative? <laughs> yeah, there are many positive uh, changes. Positive, positive okay. changes have happened, you know, like uh, in my time there are very young, few young girls who go to college, you know, now there are many young girls who go to oh, college, yeah. even though there is no choice, you know. At least, you know, they have opportunity to get uh, get into the college and school and so on, you know. And uh, like, you know, we have, uh, I already mentioned you, we have a right to vote, you know, and we have also right to express, like, you know, national and international laws have made to bring the equality, you know, that is uh, very, and like, you know, in my time, there was no mobile phone, you know, people look like, you know, we don't have, uh, like, right to express our one views and thought and like, you know, but now so many changes have had happened, but at the same time, you know, misuse of social media, misuse of, uh, Misuse of like you know, other misusing uh, mis uh, mis misuse because like you know, with the, um, most of the, the young boys and girls, you know, they don't know like what is the advantage and disadvantage of social media. You know, yeah. Just yeah. before coming to here, I I was in slum area in Kathmandu. You know, there was one young girl who was like kidnapped, kidnapped, and she was also. <coughs> She was kidnapped. You were just yes. in a slum area. Yeah, she yeah, was slum kidnapped. Area. She was kidnapped uh, within uh, uh, kidnap uh, before two two days, you know, and like you know, and we were trying to file the case against the kidnapper, and we found like you know the kidnapper is her boyfriend, 
And she said, like, we were asking questions, oh, do you have, like, you know, relationship with, with him? And she said, yes, I am pregnant. No? Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, this, and how, how it, it is happening, like, you know, it's a big matter of, you know, how the modernization is uh, breaking the society, like, you know, um, the society culture as well, yeah. and how they are misusing uh, the, so that's how, like, you know, the human trafficking is increasing day by day, because even though they know little bit, but they don't care, and they follow, and most of the time, you know, on the name of finding the job, you know, and being, uh, like, you know, uh, <coughs> or, like, you know, being protected by the other people, you know, the human trafficking and violence against women went so high. Every day, can you believe in Nepal, every day six rape cases happen. Six what? Rape cases. Rape cases every that day. That is only five. Five that recorded. That are filed. There's probably more that yeah, aren't filed. Recorded. And you can't imagine, you know, unrecorded cases. So, you know, like, uh, um, trafficking and the violence against uh, women have went uh, very high. So that is kind of, you know, disadvantage of, uh, and that is kind of, you know, negative uh, development of, of, otherwise something is changing. Like 20% of my time to this time had changed a lot. At least, at least it's changing. It needs to be faster, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a, yeah. Might take a generation or yeah, two, but yeah. I, I think it'll it'll change that ball slowly rolling, and then yeah, hopefully yeah. it'll go faster yeah, and faster. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. with social media, more people have access to the internet, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. You, you know that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. You're an amazing person, Indira. No, uh, you you really trying, are. You know, yeah, you guys like you know you guys are my encouragement. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I need the world needs more people yeah. like you, and, and maybe me too. Okay, <laughs> me too. Well, because you are also bringing the message from one country to another country, so that it's very important to learn, um, to know, you know, what is happening in one country and what is happening in another country. So sometimes, you know, through this kind of you know activity, yeah. we can exchange our like you know experience we can exchange our learning and we can learn from each other to bring the change yeah <laughs> completely I, I had no idea what nepal was like mm. and when i get here it's totally different than what i thought it'd be yeah. and yeah it's it's fun it's nice to bring the experiences of nepal the messages back to the people mm -hmm. in the u.s and and tell them all all that sort all that stuff but Thank you, uh, Indira, for uh, for doing this, and uh, we're gonna wrap it up here uh, real soon. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, and Indira. It's been a pleasure to see you again, and thank hopefully, you so much. hopefully, we don't have to wait. I don't know, twelve years to see you again. <laughs> Maybe when you come back to LA or, or yeah. something, I could uh, I could see you again and uh, do another one of these. <laughs> this will be fun. Yeah, oh my so and thank you so much for coming to Nepal, loving Nepal, and bringing the issue of Nepal to the international community. Like uh, we are very thankful to you, you know, from Nepal. Not only indeed, I'm whole Nepal. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's a big weight to carry. Yeah, on. And enjoy Chiton and the beautiful nature with the wildlife conservation. Yeah, I can't wait so, to see that. Okay. All right. 
That's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Indira, some very important messages. And the one, uh, one thing I love from Indira, Indira, turn pain into power. Turn pain into power. That's the message of the day. Take care, guys. Have a great day. Be well, live well, and go do great in the world. All right, guys, take care. Bye.